Ross. Hey. Welcome. Good to see you, John. This is year number four. We are so excited to have Ross Bowdy here for year number four on the I Love Colorado Beer podcast show. We're going to be here today talking about the Wintercraft Beer Festival. So, Ross, yes. tell us how it is that in four years now, you guys have been able to make the Wintercraft Beer Festival one of the best beer festivals in Colorado. Well, first off, thank you for saying that. Um, Second off, I think a lot of it comes from our passion about beer. Uh, I think if we were just some people who wanted to put on some event and chose beer as the subject, I don't think we would have this kind of growth. But because we actually do care about the beer that's being presented there, uh, I am quite a nerd when it comes to this stuff. Um, this whimsy IPA that I'm drinking right now from Four Noses is crazy good. Um, and I'm, it's not just fake. Like, this is organically what we're passionate about. Um, I think that's helped. Since you mentioned it, we'd like to yeah. have a shout-out to uh, Four Noses here. Yeah, they check it out if you haven't. Awesome beer. And uh, thanks a lot to letting us come in and do the interview here. Absolutely. Uh, so... Why do you work so hard at making Wintercraft Beer Festival so good? That is a difficult question to answer. Uh, no, when it when it comes down to it, if you're doing live events, you you are going to be working your tail off for not a lot of love right. back in return. Right. And I don't mean people don't like you or or the brewers don't like you or the sponsors don't like you. I just mean it's not a sexy industry to get into. But we are passionate about disrupting people's norm, drinking great beer, and discovering some of their new favorites in their life. And because of those things, it, it gets you excited to do your best to work your tail off so that people can have an amazing experience. And, and when, I, when I think about some of the success stories I've seen over the years, uh, a week before year two, this guy from Greeley gives me a call and is like, hey, do you have any space in your festival? I'm like, I don't know who you are. I've never heard of your brewery. And they come in and they win. And it was Weldworks. Wow, that's amazing. And, and to me, we aren't the only reason they're seeing the success that they are seeing by any means. Right. But every piece of these festivals and what you're doing in your tap room and what the art looks like on your cans and bottles is a part of growing your success as a craft brewery. And so I work hard at it because I want to match the level of artistry and craft they're putting into their beer. Right, right. I guess it goes back to uh, not what you do, but why you do it. A hundred percent. If you love what you do, yeah. you're going to do it very well, and you're going to put everything you have into it. Hopefully. 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 So you've had plenty of time now to practice and get this down. Yep. So what are some of the issues that you've had in previous years that you've learned from and that will allow you to make the fourth year even better? So many issues. Uh, but most of the them things that you can't plan for, control, do whatever, you just have to respond in the moment. And um, The biggest thing that comes to mind is last year was the first year that we decided to do an alternative venue. Um, and we knew that brought a lot of risk, doing something kind of outdoors right. 
in the winter. Right. Um, and last year they threw a hard curve at us and it was 30 degrees as the high. <laughs> and uh, some of the things that we brought in that we were told would work really, really well to heat the space didn't work at all. Some of the things that we were told would work worked half of what they were talking. And so what we've learned from that is we've done testing. We've been in the space. Uh, we decided to move back a week so that we're in the first weekend of March to hopefully get a little bit of early spring weather. Uh, we moved to a different part of the structure okay. so that there's literally no chance for wind oh, to get at us. That makes sense. Because um, that was a huge surprise where we were at last year, how much wind affected us when we're kind of underground. Right, right. Um, and then just lots of heat, lots of thinking through different fun things, different warming stations, and we're going to do all this and it's going to be 65 because that's the way Colorado works. Right, right. But, of course it is. Yeah. But we, we have figured out what to do that even if it's another cold day, people will be comfortable. But I still encourage you to wear warm socks and bring some hats and gloves. Well, don't spoil it. We're going to get to that. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> so there's a lot of different beer festivals in Colorado. In your opinion, yeah. what makes Wintercraft Beer Festival different from those other festivals? Uh, I think I've talked about this before, but two things that I think really differentiate us, um, and a few others have some of these things, but one is the time of year. Sure. And, and what that brings to us is a ton of different styles of beer in one place. You're going to be able to try a beer that is infused with tea and, you know, all the way up to like the deepest, darkest stout you've ever had. And so just running the gambit of different beer right. styles is a big deal. And it's the time of year that we're doing it. Yeah. There's just more darker, full-bodied styles sure. available. Sure. Um, and there's going to be all sorts of other things available. Yeah. Um, the second thing is we have really loved our people's choice of voting. Um, and, and this is just everyone gets a wooden nickel as you come in, and it is an all-out brawl between our brewers <laughs> to convince you to give them your nickel. And uh, the first year we did that was year two, and it was great success. Last year... It was such a competitive landscape. And I'm telling you, some of the biggest breweries you've ever heard of in the mix, some of the smallest breweries you've ever heard of. And it, it's a ton of fun. And I think I think it's great having the medals at some of the big events that these beer connoisseurs, these really knowledgeable people are saying, hey, you get a gold for this. Right. But there's something wonderful about hearing immediate feedback from consumers about did they love you or not? Sure. And, and so we see a lot of fun from that. And then the last thing I think is this year we decided to change our VIP offering from just like some fun swag and an hour early entry to you still get an hour early so you can avoid some lines. But we're bringing in about 20 rare small batch styles from some of the brewers oh. that are only available in our very limited uh, pours for VIP uh, entries. So they'll even be at that next level of beer quality that's coming in the door. That's awesome. Huh? Yeah, I'm really excited about that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also, I'll throw in there also the, the time of year. There's a lot of people that are like, you know, I went to my last beer festival, you know, in late fall, and I love beer festivals. Yeah. Colorado loves their beer festivals. Yeah. So having something in the winter helps tide us over. Yeah, it's it's fun how many of our breweries, this is the kickoff of their season. Right, yeah. Um, so... 
Giddy up. Right. <laughs> right. Get going. Yeah. That's right. So uh, what about the clientele? Do you think the clientele for your festival is different than a lot of other festivals like GABF or something like that? I it's, it's tough to tell just because I can't look at their demographics. Right. Uh, but from what I've seen going to some of these different things is uh, I think we have a pretty... Uh, big spectrum of beer drinkers. There's always going to be the passionate four pretzel necklace yeah. knocking down the door wonderful patrons but I think we have a decent amount of beginner drinkers. Right. Uh, I think part of that's the price points a little bit more digestible than some of the bigger ones yeah. to to get in there and try some stuff and um, so I think a lot of people come going I'm more of a wine person but that seems like a fun event right so I guess I'll try and, and hopefully by the end of the day they realize that there's four saisons that they tried that are better than any white wine they've had in the last year right so uh, I, I think we kind of run the gamut and and I, I don't know what the age range is but what we're seeing is we're really like the 25 to 45 is where our strength lies and it's you know those young professionals and then young parents needing a break right and and right. so i encourage you to not go to your friend's kid's birthday party <laughs> on saturday march 3rd they'll forgive you trust me they will there are better things to do that <laughs> so tell us about the funness that's going to happen there like games and all sorts of the, the fun other stuff other than the beer yeah so a lot of that stuff is still being sure. put together, finalized. But one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is all the vendors that aren't breweries that are there, sponsors, uh, other people. We don't just say, hey, whatever it is you're doing, come. We go, we kind of interview them. Sure. We talk about, well, what are you going to do during that time? Right. So there are all sorts of things that are going to be happening. And like the amount of prizes that are potentially going to be given away. We were just talking to KBCO this morning and they're one of our main sponsors and, and they're considering stuff like concert tickets as prizes wow. to give away on site. And, you know, you engage with these people while you're sipping on a great beer, you're going to get lots of fun things. There's going to be live music again for the second year, which we're really excited. Uh, not going to share who that is yet, but um, we feel really excited about that. And then there's just all sorts of silly things and lots of fun ideas that are coming. We'll see, we'll see what, what comes, but all right. we really want to all just drink beer, right? Of course. That's, right. The, that's the best part. All right. Well, I won't push yeah. you on that. I don't want to no, you're fine. spoil anything, but tell us, uh, tell us the secrets, like the bands that are going to be there and all the, the yep. behind the scenes secret stuff that is going to be there. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and I did that last year when he asked that question. Um, it doesn't, but you know, you got to keep people guessing. And it, part of the fun of this next month is giving people little right. bits along the way. You know, right. okay. there's a reason yeah. we don't release the beer list until two weeks before. Yeah. And there's a reason we kind of save some of these things because we want to, we want to have relevant content for the next month. It's interesting. Or you can just watch this. I don't. Yeah, I don't watch this. All the secrets will be in the end. <laughs> so uh, tell us about the breweries that are going to be there. Yeah. There's a, there's a new interesting twist to the breweries that you're having. So tell us about that. So this year we decided to kind of take the step that Brewers Association took in the in the summer and in, just invite independently owned breweries. And there's a, all sorts of opinions on does this matter or not. And, and where we lie is we believe 
with what we're doing to market other brewers, um, we really wanted to use our platform to help the ones that don't have million dollar ad budgets. Right, of course. Um, and so we just feel like also there's some small ones that really are passionate about being independent, but the cost of redoing all their labeling yeah. to include that label so that in right. a liquor store you can see, that's that's cost prohibitive. Right. And, and so if we can be another microphone or megaphone more yeah. uh, shouting out, hey, Everyone who shows up at our festival is independently owned. Sure. So anything you try at our fest, you know when you go to a liquor store, you know when you go to that tap room, you're supporting supporting something that is owned by the people who started it. Sure. Well, I think that's great, and I, I nothing against some of the other folks, but I think yeah. that's great for the festival, and people get to try some of the smaller, new, and different. There, there's great ones on all sides of the equation, right. um, but this is just something we decided was uh, something we felt would be a good, right, a good thing for us to talk about and to be part of the conversation. Right. Um, the other thing that's been exciting is I, you know, we've always wanted good out-of-state breweries. Okay. Uh, we wanted to be something that you could come and taste some of the best that Colorado has to offer, but also taste some of the things that are going on around the country. Right. And so for this year, some of the new out-of-staters are Cigar City out of Florida, uh, New Holland out of Michigan, Surly out of Minnesota, Hops and Grains out of Austin, Texas, uh, Melvin out of Wyoming, even though it's just up the road. They're killing it, and you don't want to miss whatever they're going to bring, oh, both yeah. both in beer and in style. And presence. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but that also comes along with some of the best and brightest in Colorado. You know, your big ones like Left Hand and Oscar and Odell, but some of the up-and-comings like Four Noses that were here today, Call to Arms out of Denver. There's just so many. I mean, there's 51 signed up right now. Right. So it's like... I could name all 51, but it'd get really boring. It's it's going to be excellent. And and I think I was telling you earlier, uh, I think it's about 23 new breweries that we haven't hosted before. Nice. So even if you come all three years, thank you. <laughs> but we got some new stuff for you. So it's, it's really going to change up the the vibe and feel so you're not just tasting the exact same beer every year right well that's that's great i like you know having those different breweries so people get to try different yeah. things that's awesome so a follow-up to that question uh which one of those breweries is the best uh yeah right i will ever answer that question that is that is the dumbest question he could ever ask oh <laughs> well, yeah but i love it so i know I mean, the amount of personal friends that would be mad at me if I answered that is not cool. Only 50, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, only 50. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, is there going to be a year five? Only time will tell. Uh, but, I mean, there's... We've gotten through what I would say is the real hard part of, of starting this. Um, when you don't have a proof of concept or a history, you just... You're kind of hoping that you get enough trust that first year and you put on something good enough that people will try it once more. And um, You never know what's going to come up in live events, um, but we, we really feel like this is going to be an excellent year and we also feel like this has the potential of 
launching a couple other things that we have in the works uh, outside of just Wintercraft. So that'd be awesome. We're yeah, really excited about everything that you guys do. So we want to yeah, and stay tuned and, for that. Yeah, and part of that is the the beer festival landscape is changing in some ways, and so trying to figure out what are other ways to have conversation about beer that's not just the exact traditional all you can sample for four hours with 50 breweries right. kind of set up. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're looking at all those things and listening to our brewers of what are they wanting to be a part of. And right. so we're, we're listening. Yeah. Well, we as craft beer tasters appreciate it. Well, you know. So tell us about your not-for-profit uh, Community Cycles. Yeah, so Community Cycles is a wonderful organization based out of Boulder. And just boiled down, their whole mission is get people on bikes. Um, and one of the reasons we partnered with them last year, and we don't see that partnership changing anytime soon, is so many of our brewers' corporate culture is about getting people out of their couches, out of their homes, and experiencing all that Colorado has to offer. I mean, you look out these windows right now, and you see like so much beauty that you can go and explore. And right. so we, we really love that uh, really complementary vision that they have of just getting people out and active. And we feel like a lot of our breweries share that same passion. And so uh, it's just an easy partnership. And last year we were able to raise about $4,200 for them, which is, wow. you know, that's a hum that's humbling thing to be able to do. And I really feel we have a chance to double that this year. Wow. And so I'm, I'm really, really excited for uh, our partnership, not just the last two years, but moving forward with this great organization. Sure, and sustainability. I mean, you get people outside and exercise and traveling via Hey, we have to earn this somehow. If we just drink this, we will all live shorter lives. Yeah, but there's like... That's not proven. I'm not a doctor. I was going to say, there are also studies that say that beer's good for you in moderation. Yeah. Oh, drink as much of this, but take a three-mile run, too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, the event's rain or shine. Yep. Tell us a little bit about how people can prepare for yep. the events and make sure that it's as enjoyable as possible. Yeah. So, one, pay attention. Uh, check out the weather forecast. Um, we all know how that can shift day-to-day. -day. It's crazy. I mean, even today, it was 30 degrees two hours ago, and now it's like 55. It's crazy. Uh, and so... Um, Regardless of what the weather shows, I would say wear a warm pair of socks. Yeah. Keep those toes warm no matter what. Also, um, we have socks that I love Colorado beers. Ooh. Too, so, yep, that's new. Yeah. Um, you know, bring bring extra layer, bring hats and gloves, you know, just be prepared. You know, and it might be 65 and you don't care. Um, that's fine too, but don't show up in flip-flops. Uh, do your best to help yourself out. Uh, so we want people to be safe. Yeah. How would you recommend people... Let me say one more Go thing. Yeah. So you mentioned rain or snow. The space we're in has no chance Over. of being wet. Yeah. So even if it is raining, we will be dry right. where we are. So we're good. And if it's sunny, you said there's the opportunity for... We'll see. We'll see. All yeah. Right. There... You know, nobody likes to call a plan B unless it's going to be perfect. And and it's not just sunny, it's also what the wind would look like. Because uh, yesterday, this is another example, it was 65, but it was windy as yeah. heck. And so you don't want to be out in 40 mile an hour winds. This is Colorado. Yeah. It changes instantly. Yep. Uh, so we want people to be safe. How yep. would you recommend people travel to and especially from the... Yeah. 
So, designated drivers, get in for five bucks. Simple deal. Have fun, listen to live music, eat great food, drink great water. Um, I can say as a participant in many beer yeah. festivals that is moderately sober, most of the time, that can be a lot of fun it, too. Totally. Yeah. Oh, mess with all of the other people. Um, but I would say find your pregnant friends, find your gluten-free friends, and pay for their $5 ticket. That's cheaper right. than any yeah. Uber you're going to exactly. pay for. But, but seriously, on top of that, you know, Uber, Z-Trip, Lyft, please use those things. We get done at five. We're right in the heart of tons of restaurants in the middle of Boulder. Go to dinner after. That's a great Hang idea. out. Yeah. Go to a movie. There's a movie theater right there. Uh, and so there are so many ways for you to either sober up, find a ride from somebody else, but just please do not get behind the wheel if, if you've drank at all like i'm not even gonna say too much too much yeah if you if you come and you're enjoying the fest do not drive that night um there's also a bunch of hotels in the area just make a night of it right make a night of it uh is there anything that we have not yet talked about that you think people would really want to know about the festival Ooh. of all the questions that yeah I'm i know that's the one that stumps you i feel like we've talked about a lot um no, I'd just say, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram if you want to know of all the different things we're doing over the next month. I mean, there's free ticket giveaways we're doing on our social medias. There's events we're doing that are free events to show up to in and around Boulder with different partnering uh, businesses like the Rayback Collective, if you know who they are. Uh, and so... If you do those things, you're going to get opportunities to get some pretty sweet free stuff. So where can our listeners find out more information? Tell us what your Facebook page is. Tell us yep. the website and all that. Yeah, so the Facebook page is simply just facebook.com slash wintercraftbeerfestival. Um, our Instagram is wintercraftbeerfestival as well. Um, there's an event page on there. There's all sorts of things. Our website is wintercraftbeerfestival.com. I mean, we've made it really easy, you guys. Um, and and so people get tickets as well. Right? Yeah, you get tickets there. The other thing is uh, our our premier sponsor, Hazel's Beverage World in Boulder. Greatest liquor store you'll ever set foot into. Uh, they have tickets on sale at the point of sale. So if you really hate online ticketing fees, go in there. And nice. and they're actually five bucks cheaper there, really, than online. So That's a great tip. Uh, check it out. All right, Ross. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, man. It's always a pleasure. Every yeah. year, it is so much fun doing an interview with you. I love it, man. You guys have been there since the beginning. That's I love great. what you guys are doing, talking about all the wonderful things that are happening in the state of beer, which is Colorado. Um, and I also want to say, these guys are going to give you guys a special promo code. Do tell. Yeah. So if you love these guys like I do, uh, use the code COBEER at checkout and you'll save $5 off any ticket. Not DDs, but GA and VIP. <laughs> awesome. Ross, thank you so much. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers, Colorado. Thanks, John. <laughs>